0: Welcome back to BTW Balance the Workshop here at The Database with Rabbi Yoshua Eisenberg. As we near the end of the Shalashudis series, this week we are focusing on Yedid Nefesh, one of the highlights and perhaps the climax of Shalashudis. However, Yedid Nefesh, like some of the other parts in this mini-series, is not really necessarily exclusive to Shalashudis, though, once again, it is certainly a highlight of Shalashudis. We'll talk about the meaning of Yedinevish. We'll also talk about the different tune options for Yedinevish, of which there are actually quite a few. Um, We'll give a shout-out to a couple, and we'll do demonstrations for some of the more powerful ones, at least according to my opinion of what the more powerful ones are. And I'm still thinking back and forth whether or not we will devote another workshop to Shalashuddhas. We might, um, just for some of the extra pieces, extra Songs and thoughts that you might um, connect to Shahala Shudas, so that said, this may or may not be the last episode in the Shahalahudas series. but in the past, um, if you want to go back and listen, we spoke about Askenu Sudassa and Benehe what those esoteric Aramaic paragraphs are about. We spoke about Mizmor Ladavid, Hashem Roi and its place in Shalahuddi, and perhaps other parts of the pseudo Shabbos. Um, and now we are looking at Yedid Nefesh. So Yedid Nefesh, interestingly, um, is um, not only sung at Shal Shadis, but, uh, but many um, communities have the minhag of reciting it at the beginning of Shabbos, the onset of Shabbos, at Kabbalah Shabbos. Right, so the beginning of Kabbalah Shabbos, before we get to L'chun or Anunna, so they start with Yedid Nefesh. And interestingly enough, if that's true, and you, do, you did nefesh at Shal Shadis, so you really have you did nefesh forming the bookends for your Shabbos. You have the Kabbalah Shabbos, and then you have Shal Shittis, or in the of circles, they refer to this as the ebbing of Shabbos, as Shabbos is on its way out, and Shal Shadis is certainly that time of 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 the of the weekend. It's that time of Shabbos where Shabbos is on its way out So we come into Shabbos with Yedid Nefesh and we walk out of Shabbos Or we are escorting ourselves out of Shabbos, obviously not yet Malava Malka, which is the real escorting But we start to exit Shabbos with Yedid Nefesh So what in fact is Yedid Nefesh about? So literally Yedid Nefesh means Beloved of the soul, yidid something which is yidid. That's something that's beloved and nefesh and beloved of the soul. So, what is beloved of the soul? The of harachaman, the father who is compassionate. Yidid nefesh is another nickname for Hashem. Hashem has many nicknames in our religion. Hashem is the center of, of the universe. He's the center of, of all existence. He's um, he's what we're alive for. We we serve Hashem. So, yidid nefesh is one of Hashem's many nicknames, and it, it you know, kind of begs the question. Now, of why do we choose this nickname for Hashem? That he's the beloved of the soul. So, that will hopefully be apparent as we try to understand the connection between Yidin Nefesh and Shabbos. And not only between Yidin Nefesh and Shabbos, but between the beginning of Shabbos and Yidin Nefesh and the ending of Shabbos and Yidin Nefesh. So, before we um, go into all of that, so just to um, get some background for Yidin Nefesh, so this you could already find in the art scroll. Um, um We find that its 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 composer was Rabbi Eliezer Azikri. So, so Rabbi, um, Rabbi Eliezer Azikri, who was a mekubal, and so and so he was uh, he was someone who, who knew Kabbalah. He also knew Halacha, and he lived in the 16th century in Eretz Yisrael. And he's most famous for his work, the Sefer Charedim, and this uh, and Sefer Charedim has a bunch of different lessons connecting to Avodah Hashem and what our Avodah is I believe that he's also the composer of Bilvavi Mishkan Evna I think Bilvavi Mishkan Evna comes from the Sefer Charedem so just to so understand the significance of that and Bilvavi is also another popular um, often used tune for Shalashiddis and uh, won that here at the Bal Workshop we've, um, we've recommended it for several different occasions, and it's one that I would definitely not... Um, you know, um, I, 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 would, I would certainly consider on you know, Bilvavi as a Shal tune, and, uh, and I, I wouldn't pass it up, given the opportunity. If, if someone wanted to sing on um, Bilvavi, I would go with that one as well. Um, but just so you understand um, the... Um, just the... where the song comes from. So you did not have... Sh- is... Um, we're coming from that same source. And here we're talking about how Hashem, once again, is the beloved of the soul. And what are we asking Hashem, who's the beloved of the soul? Please draw your servants to your will. It sounds like we're asking Hashem, draw us in the direction of your avoda. That which you want us to do, draw us there. And this sounds almost like we are asking Hashem to influence us, to... to Present us uh, an incentive to motivate us, not in a negative way, obviously. If we're saying Meshoch, we want, like, when we say, like, a Meshechah slave, we want someone to draw our hearts. That's actually what we're asking. We want our hearts to line up with Hashem's heart. Uh, kind of like when we think about um, in, uh in. When we say, We want Hashem to make the Torah um, sweet in our mouths so that we can learn it, so that we can perform it. So, the same thing here, we're asking Hashem to draw us towards his avodah, to, towards his ratson. And then we say, That um, we want his servant, meaning us, we want your servant Hashem to run after you. And, and you, know, you know, the word rutz, which means to run, is also related to um, to wanting, to rutzon, right? So we just said, el rutzonecha, and then ya rutz, we want to run after Hashem's will, we want to have to run after Hashem like a deer. Yishtachaveh el mulhadarecha, and to bow towards your majesty. Um, this also invokes um, um, the Pasuk in Tehillim, tiro ayim, um, Some know that as a song from uh, Omer Kadavar, but it comes from Tehillim. Um, I don't remember the exact um, capital, but I think it's it's in the 40s. It might be 42, but I could be wrong on that. But you can just uh, check. But we're saying that we that we want we're like a deer by the water, just like the deer thirsts for water and runs to the Afikemayim, to the to to the to the, to the those well springs. We thirst after Hashem. And what's interesting about this is we are saying that this is what we want. We want to have this thirst, right? Not necessarily that we have this thirst, but we want to have this thirst. So what kind of a, a tefillah is this? And if you if you keep reading the paragraph, this first stanza of Yidin Nefesh along the same lines, it'll become apparent what we're saying, why we're calling Hashem Yidin Efesh, and what actually we're asking for. If you continue... So we just spoke about, again, the deer running after Hashem and bowing to him. For me, this also invokes um, the memory of, of Harry Potter, the Patronus, the, the, you know, the, the form of the deer uh, bowing. Um, that's just something that comes to my mind. Um, but, uh, It will be sweeter to him, to who? To us? your friendship, Hashem, your friendship, your yididness, right, going back to the word yididnefesh, nefesh, your yididos with us, that friendship will be sweeter to us, minofest tzofa So your, meaning, who's to him? Your servant, avdecha. So for yarets avdecha kimo ayal, once that happens, yerav lo yedidosecha minofest tzofa vechol tam. Your friendship is going to be sweeter than the dripping of a honeycomb of all flavors. Which, um, for at the moment of this recording, this week's parasha is actually... Parshas um, B'Shalach, which also features Parshas Haman, which we know had the taste of a uh, honey, like wafer dipped in honey. And we know that V'chol uh, tam and it had all flavors. So interesting thought to think about right now. But what are we actually saying now? We're saying that there is a thirst, a feeling, a sweetness that I want to have that I don't actually have right now. But Hashem, I want it. I know I want it. I want, it's kind of like, as of Blachman says, We want to will, to wish, to aspire, meaning we might not have all the inspiration, but we want to be inspired, and we want it. Now, where does that inspiration already exist? We refer to Hashem as Yedid Nefesh. He is the beloved of the soul. And sometimes nefesh refers to our bodies, but more paschad, it refers to the soul. In this case, that's exactly what we're saying. Our soul, something that we're not always in tuned with. We're not always in tuned with what it is that our inner essence wants, what our soul wants. And our soul is intrinsically connected to Hashem, but we don't always feel it. Hashem is already Yadid nefesh. He's already the Yadid nefesh, but at this time, we are asking Hashem to draw us, our entire bodies, all of us, to feel that sweetness of Hashem. Yes, this, the sweetness intrinsically is there, but we don't always feel it. We want to feel it and to be inspired to feel that sweetness more than we do. Feel the enjoyment and the sweetness of honey Because the physical sweetness that exists in the world We do feel it And when we ate the mun And it was able to taste like whatever we wanted it to That was something that was a sensory experience That we were able to have And we did not it wasn't a challenge to feel it But to feel Hashem's presence To feel Hashem's love To feel that beauty of the relationship with Him and His Torah That's something that we don't intrinsically feel And at this time we're asking for that When are we asking for that? If you're asking for it at the onset of Shabbos and at the outgoing of Shabbos, what we're saying is, what is Shabbos? Shabbos is a time where there's a lot of Gashmias. Yes, we enjoyed the Seudos of Shabbos. But before that, kabbalas Shabbos, where we haven't had the suuda yet, we're asking to, to have that sweetness, that relationship with Hashem. And at Shalashudas, when we are no longer hungry, something that we spoke about earlier in this mini-series on Shalashudas, that we are no longer um, you know hungry for the Gashmias, but our souls are pining for that ruchnis, and that's what we're asking for at this time. And if you think about the the uh, neshama yesera of Shabbos, which, yes, it allows us to eat even more, which is what gives room for the shalashudas, but what is the point of that neshama yaseira? It's not just so that we can eat more, right? Like, or at least think about it, if, even if it is, the, the point is that so we should be able to eat more, but for what purpose? What's the end goal? And the end goal is that we use... The physical pleasures of the world. On Shabbos, we indulge a little bit more to open ourselves up to also enjoy the spiritual han um, the spiritual pleasure, the spiritual energy that can come with it, and that, which is why, you know, for example, if we want to incentivize Torah with food very often. Something that we've also spoken about in, um, in the podcast and in, the, in these shiurim and workshops that. Yes, there is a physical aspect that comes with it. Why? Why do we put honey on the letters of the olive bays at a, at, at a child's upsharing and that the child should lick it off? Is the child tasting the olive bays? No, the child's tasting the honey. Yes, but that's the opening Yes, it's good to incentivize um, Talmidim with, with candy and sweets So that they understand that the Torah is sweet We incentivize them and that's the first step And not just from the mitok shalolishma aspect Yes, there is that But also the idea That the physical pleasures of the world Are supposed to be used To open ourselves up And to connect us to higher spiritual realms To spiritual forces And that's what Shabbos is all about Shabbat is the me'ein olam ha'ba, using so much of olam ha'zeh to feel the me'ein olam ha'ba. And Yedid Nefesh is about crossing over from that boundary, the sweetness of honey to the sweetness of Yedid Osecha, our love relationship with Hashem. So that's the first stanza. I'll mention now also that as we move over to the second stanza, that each stanza begins with a letter of the Shem Hashem. It's Yud, then a He, then a Vav, and then a He. Yidid Nefesh starts with a Yud. The next stanza, Hadur Na'eh, starts with a He. The stanza after that is going to be Vosik Yehemu Na, no, which starts with a Vav. And finally, there's going to be Higalei no, which starts with a He. So you have the Yud, and it's Yud Ke, Vav Ke. So what are we asking for after we've reached this, um, we, we've, we, we start to step over this boundary? So now what do we want? Hadur No'eh Ziv ha'olam. Now we're giving another name to Hashem. Not just the Eid Nefesh Avraham, but He is the Hadur No'eh. He's majestic, right? We said that we want to, uh, we want to be mishtach El Mul We wanted to bow to His Majesty. Now we're talking about that Majesty again. No'eh. He's the pleasant one, the Ziv Ha'olam. He's the radiance of the entire universe. My Nefesh is sick. It pines for Your love. My Nefesh is sick for that love. All right, based on uh, this, is also based on a pasuk, I believe in Shir Shirim, where Shalom Melach um, says that that, that, that that I'm sick for your love. If someone sees you and you're and they're wondering, um, what what is it that I seek? I, I'm sick for Hashem's love. That's the nefesh. That's the nefesh that we spoke about already. He's the did nefesh, and therefore our nefesh is love sick. Maybe our bodies are not feeling it, but in order for our nefesh to get that restoration, we have to get our bodies entirely in it because our nefesh and our bodies work together. Therefore, we say um, invoking the prayer of Moshe Rabbeinu for Miriam when she was suffering from saras. We say Hashem, please now, please heal that nefesh that's that's sick for Your love. Heal that nefesh. Whatever our bodies have to, whatever has to happen with our bodies, so that our nefesh could be fixed. Hashem, please let that happen. How? by showing it, our nefesh, the pleasantness of your radiance. Maybe not just our nefesh, but our body should feel it too. That... If, we, if we're if we able to see the noam zivecha, that which is otherwise not necessarily pleasant, that, that in the world which we don't like but we're not able to relate to Hashem the same way if Hashem would show us just a little bit more give us a little bit more to heal our nefesh and then what then it's going to be it's going to get a chizek, it's going to be strengthened, it's going to be healed and then the simcha that, that, that emerges from Shabbos for example, something that doesn't have to end when Shabbos is over but it could be a simcha solam, we want to have something that we could take away with us for vosiki hemu no racha mecho we now we call a stem. Um, the Vasik is the ancient one in this case our school translates as faithful one he's faithful because he's been around all along and therefore he could be trusted with anything he's the one that sees everything he knows everything therefore let your mercy be aroused for us and take pity on your beloved son that could be talking about us as individuals maybe it could be talking about B'ni B'chari Yisrael it could be talking about the entire B'nei Yisrael Hashem, take pity on us because we are in fact in galus, and, and not just the physical galus. But what's even more, you know, what's what's harder to overcome is the spiritual gullus, which we sometimes don't even realize now we're in, Hashem, please help us. Because for how long have, have I been yearning for this? Maybe we haven't actually been yearning for it, but our nefesh has been yearning for it. Therefore, what have we, what, what have we been yearning for? Meherah um, is in parentheses. Some don't say it, but we. But, we're, uh, but why not say meherah? We're asking, we want to be quick, that we should eventually be able to see the splendor of your strength. Meaning, Sometimes Hashem's strength is masked in this world. It's eclipsed by the Galos. The Shechina is in Galos as well. And because of the Hester Panim, that um, the, the, the hiding of Hashem's countenance, we are not able to see the Teferes Uzecha. Eila Dalibi. This is what my heart has desired. V'chusana v'altis alam. Some say, v'chusana v'altis I think maybe grammatically, tis is actually more accurate, though you can correct me. Someone can reach out and tell me if I made that mistake. Reach out to me at the database at, g- at gmail.com. That's the data than base, B E I S, at gmail.com. Same place if you want to give a sponsorship to the podcast for the shurim, for the chizuk and tefillah that we do here. So just reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. But our heart now we're saying our heart. We're coming a little bit more closer to our bodies maybe. Our heart desires this and therefore take pity. Don't hide yourself from us. Right? What we're describing in this paragraph is the Hester Panim. We want Hashem to remove that Hester Panim. Shabbos is a time where we're able to a little bit try to see Hashem's face a little bit more, but it's not always so obvious. And in, in that vein, we go to the final paragraph. Hashem, reveal yourself. And spread upon um, and, and you, my beloved, spread upon me your sukkah shalom, um, your your the shelter of peace. Perhaps sukkah sh- uh, shlomecha can also be rendered as sukkah shalem, your completed house, your beis amigdash. Right? Shabbos is the time where we have the completed beis amigdash. We don't build a mishkan on Shabbos because Shabbos represents the beis amigdash completed in time. So while we're experiencing the meinelam above, we want Hashem to spread that sukkah shalom upon us. And also, we say, at the onset of Shabbos, in my in the paragraph of Hashkiveinu, we actually um, don't say, we don't end it off the same way we normally do, but we reference this Sukkot Shalom, right? Um, If you look, um, it says, After that, we throw in a line that we don't normally say, and the bracha of Ad is replaced. I don't remember if we did a workshop on this. We might have, uh, but there's a big uh, connection between Shabbos and Shalom. Why do we say Shabbat Shalom um, uh, for those who do it? Uh, even though uh, my, my, my cup of tea is more to say good Shabbos. Um, but Shabbat Shalom, there's a basis for this. Well, um, and maybe maybe in a separate time we'll talk about that why that is um, it's just a question to think about but Why we reference this Sukkah Shlomecha In the Shabbos version of Hashkiveinu So something to think about But it's coming up again here in uh, Yudid Nefesh Bez Rosh Hashem Maybe I'll devote a workshop Just to, to talking about what, what that is Like why do we say um, Well what was the special connection Between Shabbos and Shalom um, But in the meantime that Whatever energy there is in that connection It's being referenced and invoked here in And in that vein we ask Tell your we want Hashem to illuminate the entire world with His kavod right? we know that, that Hashem's glory fills the world but we don't always see it so we want Hashem to illuminate it show it to us and if you are Higa if you reveal it then we will rejoice we might be playing on Higa um, the, the the word for rejoicing and the word for being revealed are are similar. And we should, and we should be glad with you. Therefore, just hurry up, the time has already come. And show us the grace as in days of old. So this goes from. A tefillah about us being able to experience the sweetness of Hashem, to a yearning for Hashem to reveal Himself to the world. Once we've developed that sweetness of Hashem, and I think this is really what it comes down to. Once you've developed that feeling, that taste of Hashem, at that point when you're so lovesick, all you just want is to see Hashem more and more. At the beginning, we're just asking Hashem, "Could I have a little bit of inspiration? I don't have it right now. I know my soul has it, but I don't have it." But by the end of Yidin Nefesh, you're already so inspired, you could almost—it almost brings a tear to your eye—thinking about how we just want Hashem once we've had that inspiration Hashem just show yourself to the world show your glory it's painful for for your strength to not be shown for your splendor to not be recognized by the world for the Hester Panim and and for what the enemies that we have in the spiritual and physical Gullahs what they say about you Hashem we just want the entire world to know who you are by the end that's how we want to feel as we go into Shabbos and as we go out of Shabbos now let's talk about some of the tunes so one tune, which is the classical tune that um, is used for those who sing Yedid Nefesh going into Shabbos, into Kabbalah Shabbos, um, and I've, I've heard rarely of anyone ever using this during Shalashuddahs, um, though I have have heard of such a of, of such a kahila that had done so, but the
1: tune of Yidid Nefesh of Harachamun, Misha Chavdichah El Ritanekh, Yarut Chavdichah Kimoaiah. Yes ta khava mo hajara kh ya ravlo yidi dosakh minafestuv
0: right and then at the end of that when you get to the final stanza so there's
1: the nigging that goes with it And then it repeats. And then, and then, Heh da 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 heh da 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 And if you're going into Kabbalat Shabbos, then that usually is followed by the Lekhunirani Nalashem, or the Karbach Lekhunirani Nalashem, and so on and so forth. But let's come back to Shalash us now. So um,
0: that so that, that that tune that we just did, I've never really heard anyone use it for any other part of davening other than that entry into Kabbalah Shabbos. Um, but it's really a nice tune, and maybe you could. Um, but I, w- I would try to really find the right place to use it. Maybe in Yomim Noroyim davening, where you have some more esoteric pieces that we're not used to saying. Maybe it would be a nice tune to throw in somewhere. Um, but um, it's just... Uh, uh, again, nice tune, but I've heard it only exclusively done for Yedid Nefesh. And I would I would be very careful and sparing with how I would use it if I would ever use it any other time. haven't decided if and when, but just a nice tune to think of. Um, now, in terms of other tunes, so I'm not going to do every Did Nefesh tune that I know, but um, I'll, I'll give a shout-out to a couple. Um, but first, let's go to the other classic one that usually follows Ms. Marla David. Uh, it's... Uh, um, Let's say um, um, you're finishing off Mezmar
1: david So... And you finish that. And then you go into... And then you go into of her a khamun nisha and you continue that's a beautiful tune and
0: that's a tune that I've even used for the Amud um, though that also it's one of those tunes that it's more exclusively a an Nefesh tune um, I know people that have done it for No M'Norayim I think a great place during Yom M'Norayim is if Yom M'Norayim is on Shabbos or if it's on, like well, let's say Yom Kippur is on Shabbos and you're not doing um, a regular Shal Shiddos because you you're not eating but you can throw it into your davening there. Uh, I know someone who's used it for L'Kel Al-Rachtin, but you, let's say you're doing Ne'ilah on Shabbos That would be holy Because that, at that point, Ne'ilah is taking the place of Shuddis. So maybe a, a good You Did Nefesh tune would be perfectly placed in Ne'ilah um, So, you know, that would be just an idea Something to consider as well um, So there's that tune There's the Lev Tahar tune Which I think originally, it might be a Dvekas tune um, It's one of, one of my favorite tunes in general
1: and that is um And then you continue.
0: Now, on um, both uh, you, the two uh, you did have Fishes that we just did, um, they have. Amazing harmonies Which are also good Um, When I'm doing this solo Obviously I can't do all the harmonies for you But for those who are musically inclined um, You'll you'll know what I'm talking about Uh, But the point is that and that's another beautiful tune. I um, a, a tune that I've used for the Yamud a lot, especially for example for a partial like practice Ba'alosika, which is not for a while at the moment of the, um, at the moment of this recording, but um, has the pasik of Ano Kel Narafanala or Kel Narafanalah comes from Ba'alosha, so that would be a time for sure that I would use it. Um, you know, though I um, as as a default tune for Shabbos, I think that this is a, this is definitely a um, a go to. It's a great tune. Also, obviously, if you want to use it during um, Yom Mnorayim, which I have also done then. Um, there's another tune I'll give a shout-out to, which um, it's not one of my favorite tunes, but it is a tune that, I, that I'm familiar with. So that,
1: that's a pretty tune. Um, it goes... <laughs> And, and
0: it goes something like that.
1: And
0: I might be um, piecing the words incorrectly, but it goes something like that in the high part. It's or something like that. And, uh, you ha- and you have the next line, Yeravlo, that somehow goes into it as well. Um, I'm apologizing now that I don't remember exactly how the words fit, but that's the basic tune. It's a very pretty tune. Um, and it's worth looking up. Um, you know, you can look up, you know, you just you did Nefesh and find the different tunes out there. This is just one. I'm giving it a shout-out because, again, I don't have it perfectly uh, pieced together. But now, one more that's um, um, I, uh, it's a uh, beautiful tune that grew on me I heard it for the first time in Eretz Yisrael At a, at a family simcha um, at, a, at a bar mitzvah And it's grown on me I've even used this in Yaman Rem. I've used it for Unasana Tokef And I've used it in Ne'ilah It's such a powerful tune And it's a powerful tune in many yeshivas And um, in the kahila that I'm a part of right now It's it's, our, it's become our shul's um, yadid nefesh for shalashadis and it's the tune originally done by Regesh. And it's very, very hard sig. It has you know it has that uh, it's a beautiful minor tune
1: and it goes like this. <laughs> El am not sure if you're And then you can sing the high part again You can go. Some people go And continuing
0: And doing that through every single next stanza Anyway, these are just some beautiful tunes Along with the Hashkafa and the meaning of Yedid Nefesh And hopefully this is something that can uplift your next Shal Shittis And every Shal Shittis after Or your Kabbalah Shabbos and something that perhaps you, as a um, as an aspiring baal Tefillah, or if you're an experienced baal Tefillah, but you, you know, just giving you a deeper appreciation of the song, and maybe some more tune options that um, with which you were not necessarily familiar, and you could bring them to a kahila near you and uplift them, and and get them to be inspired to feel the sweetness of the, of ha- of Hashem, who is the Adid Nefesh, and have that, that 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 yearning. Anyway, I look forward to diving with you again in the future. Thank you for joining us here at the database.